Amen. So Ash Wednesday uh, marks the beginning of the season of Lent. It's a time of repentance, fasting, and prayer. All this is done in preparation for the great feast that we celebrate on Easter Sunday. Now, the season of Lent began in the early days of the church. The Bible never says anything about Lent, but it never tells us to celebrate Christmas either, or Easter for that matter. It doesn't say a lot of these. A lot of these things were just soon after church had taken off. Uh, in the very earliest years, they started establishing these special days of remembrance. So it's certainly appropriate. Now, Lent uh, originally was uh, for new converts as they were preparing to be baptized at Easter. So they would take these 40 days and fast and prepare and stuff like that. But it didn't take long before all Christians started joining in and the tradition was started and is still done even to this day all over the world. The 40 days of Lent refer to the Lord's time of fasting in the wilderness. So people fast during this time and various versions of it. Straight up fasting is you just don't eat. Uh, Some people will actually not do that during this time. Not that they'll go 40 days, but for example, on Wednesdays, we gather for Lenten services. A lot of people won't eat all day Wednesday during Lent and then break their fast at the end of the day when we have our soup after the service, like we'll have tonight. Others, more traditionally, will give give up something they like. You know, some people, it's chocolate (laughs) or a glass of wine or, or whatever it is, and say, okay, I'm giving that up for Lent. Why do we do this? Fasting is a way of just telling your body to shut up, okay? We are body, soul, and spirit. Most of us are absolutely controlled by our bodies. Everything it wants, we try and deal with it, and our emotions go crazy all the time. We're dealing with our emotions all the time. Fasting is a way of saying, okay, stop. Okay, we aren't driven by that. We're driven by what we believe. Somebody say amen. amen. All right, so, but if you... Add the days, it's not 40 days, it's actually 46 days. The reason being is during the six Sundays of Lent, uh, it's allowed to break the fast. For example, let's say you're going to give up chocolate uh, during Lent, but on Sundays you can take a bath in chocolate if you like. Okay. Although if you're giving it wine, don't get hammered on Lent Sunday. All right, just... Uh, but it's, it's, it's the day off. And why is that? Because we always remember Sunday as being the day that we celebrate the Lord's resurrection, not just at Easter time. So that's where the tradition comes in. So it's actually, you take away those days, that's where you get that, the 40 days, that's where they do the math, and tonight is the first uh, of those days. Now, throughout the Old Testament, ashes are used as a sign of sorrow and repentance. It is from this tradition that Christians have used ashes on this day to indicate sorrow for our sins. When Adam and Eve sinned, uh, God told them, you are dust and to dust you shall return. And though as believers in Christ who shall never taste of eternal death, since we are part of Adam and Eve and share in their sin, we must all pay the price of physical death. Thus we mark ourselves tonight with ashes to remind all of us of our physical mortality. Okay, so after all that set up, let's begin reading from 1 John, the first chapter. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all all unrighteousness. So I'm going to pray now uh, Psalm 51 for the whole congregation. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. 
For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. Indeed, I was born guilty, a sinner when my mother conceived me. Your your truth, uh, you desire truth in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new spirit, a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence. Do not take away your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from bloodshed, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your deliverance. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall declare your praise. For you have no delight in sacrifice. If I were to give a burnt offering, you would not be pleased. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. This time we're going to have some young people read some scriptures. And burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believed in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. John three sixteen. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. 1 Timothy 1.15 If anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the Righteous One. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for our sins alone, but also for the sins of the whole world. 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Amen. Thank you. Now let me pray. With the assurance of God's grace from the Scriptures, let me pray to our Heavenly Father. Most holy and merciful Father, we confess to you and to one another and to the whole world of believers in heaven on earth that we have sinned by our own fault and thought, word, and deed, by what we've done and by what we've left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart and mind and strength. We've not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We have not forgiven others as we have been forgiven. We have at times been deaf to your call to serve as Christ served us. We have not always been true to the mind of Christ and at times have grieved your Holy Spirit. So uh, we're going to do a uh, call and response. I will confess uh, to the Lord, and then you guys will respond, for we have sinned against you. All right, before we do that, though, we're going to light some incense. And let me give the background on incense. Um, Incense was part of the Levitical law of Moses. Malachi chapter 1, verse 11 says, My name will be great among the nations from where the sun rises to where it sets. In every place, incense and pure offerings will be brought to me because my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord Almighty. And in the New Testament, we remember at Christmas time, we read about John the Baptist when he was in there uh, serving as a priest. What was he doing? Let's read it. It's in Luke, the first chapter. Once when he was serving as priest before God and his section was on duty, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and to offer incense. But then we also see it in Revelation when it talks about heaven. This will be done in heaven. Revelation 8, verse 3 through 4. 
another angel with a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given a great quantity of incense to offer for the, with the prayers of the, all the saints on the golden altar that is before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. So this is a very biblical thing. to Let's all stand together. Okay, for all our unfaithfulness and disobedience, for the pride, vanity, and hypocrisy of our lives, Lord, have mercy upon us. For our self-pity and impatience and our envy of those we think more fortunate than ourselves, Lord, have mercy upon us. For our unrighteous anger, bitterness, and resentment, for all the lies, gossip, and slander against our neighbors, Lord, have mercy upon us. For our sexual impurity, our exploitation of other people, and our failure to give ourselves in love, Lord, have mercy upon us. For our self-indulgent appetites and ways and our intemperate pursuit of worldly goods and comforts, Lord, have mercy upon us. For our dishonesty in daily life and work, our ingratitude for your gifts, and our failure to heed your call, Lord, have mercy upon us. For our blindness to human need and suffering, and our indifference to injustice and cruelty, Lord, have mercy upon us. For all false judgments, for prejudice and contempt of others, and for all uncharitable thoughts toward our neighbors, Lord, have mercy upon us. For our negligence in prayer and worship, Lord, have mercy upon us. And for seeking the praise of others rather than the approval of God, Lord, have mercy upon us. O Lord, you are a merciful God, full of compassion, long-suffering, and abounding in steadfast love. You spare uh, when we deserve punishment, and in your wrath, you remember mercy. Spare your people, O Lord. Spare us in the multitude of your mercies. Look upon us and forgive us of our sins through the merits and mediation of your blessed Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. God spoke these words after Adam and Eve sinned. He said, by the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread until you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken. You are dust and to dust you shall return. Almighty God, you have created from us, uh, us from the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be for us a symbol of our mortality, a sign of our penitence, that we may remember that it is by your grace alone that we receive gift, the gift of eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. 